You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Redlegs Radio with Ben Hook. Thanks to Palmerbet. Play the punting advantage this footy season. Gamble responsibly. Call the gambler's helpline on 1-800-858-858. And Climate Air Conditioning. Climate Air Conditioning and Solar. Simply the best. G'day there, Red and Blue Army. Welcome to another massive episode of Red Legs Radio. Almost as massive, in fact, as the victory over North Adelaide at Prospect on Saturday afternoon. A gutsy 12-point win over a Roosters outfit that had been in awesome form. We travelled to Wilcox Avenue, missing a handful of key players, and via our young guns, we found a way to take home the points against the odds. One of those young guns, Nick Pedro, to join us very shortly. Also on the show, Greg Champion with both arms full of songs. And as we continue our conversations with famous fans, today we chat to Angela Pippos, an outstanding journalist and pre- presenter who these days is based in Melbourne, but she has her roots very much planted in Adelaide and remains a devotee of the Redlegs. My co-host is Ben Cameron, the Avis of the advertiser Sandful Riders. Hello, Cameron. What about this hooky? I think I'm more budget, I reckon. <laughs> Pretty tight with my with my pennies and I'm Scottish, so goes hand in hand, so maybe budget would be more appropriate. Working yourself further down the order. I talk <laughs> yourself up, mate, not down. Our first guest today is Nick Pedro, yet another in the long list of lads from the West Coast who are making their mark at the Norwood Football Club. Nick Pedro, welcome to Red Legs Radio. Hey guys, thanks for having me on. Nick, Saturday at North Adelaide, best win of the year? Uh, definitely. I think it sets us up well going into finals. Um, we, we had some good signs. We put together a consistent four-quarter effort. Um, it's credit to all the boys. Um, yeah, we battled hard and yeah, I think we put our best foot forward and I think we'll continue this form going into, into September and the next few weeks. We have had some challenges getting scores on the board over the course of the year, Nick, uh, but the forward line, very young, inexperienced. You're a part of that really stood up on the weekend, in particular in the first half, in very, very windy conditions. Yeah, um, I think Twigs definitely experimented um, over the course of the year with the forward line. Um, And losing Poppy uh, recently uh, probably opened up a spot for myself. I'm normally a a defender. I've been playing defence, just especially early in the year. Um, And um, I embraced the opportunity to, you know, step into that, that forward role and hit the scoreboard and provide some pressure down there. And, yeah, part of the role that Twig wanted me to play down forward. So well, I think it's good. We've got a pretty young, experienced, uh, inexperienced group, but we are gelling quite well together. Um, and, yeah, it's showing on game day. So, Nick, do you feel that was probably your best defensive effort as well? I mean, crunching the numbers, North had their best um, month leading into this game for scores, you know, scores four. They were averaging over 100. So... The fact that you lost Talia coming into the contest um, and you've managed to, you know, put in that really strong defensive effort, where does that stack up? 
Absolutely. Um, I think we were under the pump in the third quarter there. Um, we had boys like Jack Hurd and uh, Jacob Collins, and I think our whole defensive group stood up um, when things weren't going our way. And I think credit to them that sets us up well um, to get some momentum back and, you know, hit the scoreboard when we need to and a, a attack um, down the other end. I think earlier in the year, we probably um, struggled. We knew that North Adelaide were going to come off strong. Um, they were finding a bit of form. And obviously after round three, we knew that um, they probably had the one up on us. But we obviously um, trained hard and reviewed what we needed to work on and have been ever since. So I think those areas of improvement are stacking up and um, will yeah, come out over the next few weeks. Did, uh, did Twig also sort of mention during the game, might have been half-time or quarter-time, three-quarter time, uh, just be, to be mindful of not getting run over? There's been three games in particular this year where that's happened. Did he sort of make any comments about, you know, holding the fort and not um, allowing the opposition to, to get a run on? Um, I think in terms of our preparation for this game, we knew that we prepared well. Um, I don't think Twig really had to address that on the day. We came out after half-time. Um, the energy was up, the boys were up and about and um, we continued to apply the pressure to, to North Adelaide and that continued through the fourth quarter and obviously got the win from there. Um, I think the focus moving forward will be to continue that consistent four-quarter effort um, as we, we showed on the weekend and um, yeah, I think that sets us up really well. We, we show we can compete against um, all of the top sides, we compete well against Glenelg, we just obviously haven't put that four-quarter consistent effort in um, over the last yeah, couple of games. So I think um, if we, we continue to do this, then we've yeah, a good, good chance. So this is the, the blueprint, you could say. I mean, you're coming into finals, you've knocked off the, one of the form sides of the competition and you've got within a point of Glenelg, obviously, that was a few rounds ago now. But do you really feel that this is the blueprint for doing some serious damage during finals? Absolutely, and we'll, we'll continue to train that um, over the next few weeks. And generally, when we have a good week on the training track, it comes out on game day, and um, the boys are really embracing the opportunity to play finals. It's exciting. Um, we're in a good position. Um, and I think, yeah, we're, we're set up pretty well. Our, our training standards are pretty high. We review the games um, in detail, go over things that we need to improve on, and um, I think don't really go away from our fundamentals as such. So we, we trained a particular game style in pre-season and Twig's reinforcing that now and just goes to show that our particular game style works against these better teams. So moving forward, um, yeah, we're consistently applying the pressure and um, competing against those top teams for a good chance. Uh, Nick, you've got uh, a, a huge win in your pocket over North Adelaide. You've got a confirmed final in a week and a half's time. Do we just have to make sure that we don't allow this game against the Crows on Saturday afternoon to become a bit of a banana skin? Yeah, so we're not sure what kind of team they'll play, um, but we're prepared for anything. And I think it's, it's our final series starts this week um, and we'll prepare the same as we have for any other game, regardless of what type of team they throw at us and um, compete and hopefully yeah, get the win and put us in a good position. Nick, we're always uh, interested in the background of uh, young lads who've made their way to Norwood Football Club. My recollection is you're an Adelaide boy, spent some time in Port Lincoln before coming back across to represent the legs. Just tell us a bit about your background. Yeah, so I was born in Adelaide, 
Um, moved to Port Lincoln when I was about 10 years old. Grew up there, played for Tassie, Tasman Footy Club. Mm-hmm. Um, won a couple of flags with them, which was good. And then moved over in 2016 after I finished school um, with Norwood in the other 18s. So I was pretty lucky to get the invitation to come over and try out and continue my, my footy from there. So... Nick, a regular guest on the show is a, a man called Greg Champion. He's a, an accomplished guitarist. And I just want to try your ear out with something. See if you can recognise <laughs> who played this. Living right next to the sea Sends a fool within reach I like it, I like it A fishing town is now my What a beautiful piece of music. Nick Pedro, who might that be? Yeah, well, I haven't heard that in a long time. (laughs) (laughs) Double threat. Uh, You and your brother Tyson, is that right? That's right. We're about, I'd say, 13, 14 at the time. Um, Entered a competition in Lincoln. We used to play uh, gigs around around town, and this one particular competition came up, and it was to write a song about Port Lincoln or your hometown, so... We submitted that particular application and ended up winning it. But, yeah, that brings back some, some good memories. <laughs> it, it was a, a fluke find, uh, just as I was uh, throwing your name into Google, Google search engines. I'll tell you what happened. I was trying to work out which club you played for. So I just put Nick Pedro Air Peninsula and ABC Air Peninsula I managed to. Uh, uh, yeah, Air Peninsula, ABC Port Lincoln I managed to list yeah. that from. You went in and did uh, a segment on a radio show with your brother ahead of performing. I think you played... You were the lead-up act as a concert, is that right? Yeah, we played. Um, it was a couple of Chinaramas as well, um, and then it was like a mega muso competition that the the town held every single, every year. Um, they competed in them and got a couple of of, of wins, which is good. Do you still play the axe? But yeah, uh, I play guitar. My brother plays it, um, so professionally. He plays kicks around Adelaide. I've kind of focused on union footy over the last couple of years, so I've stepped away from it, but still play the hobby. I love picking up the guitar, and it's a good way to, yeah, um, chill. Nick, I'd love to talk to you about your budding music career, but I've been really keen just to get one question in before you go. How's the journey been since round six, mate? You um, copped a pretty nasty knock. Um, Yeah, how's the journey been for you, and was it a bit of a a big obstacle to step back onto the the turf uh, a few weeks ago? Yeah, definitely. It's been pretty rough. Um, obviously, caught that knock in round six, and um, I think I probably came back a little bit too early in round eight, two weeks later, and unfortunately, caught another knock, which set me back. Um, that was another eight weeks. So I was suffering from yeah migraines and blurred vision and all that kind of stuff. So I think it was pretty pretty hard mentally. I've had a few um, rough injuries over the last couple of years. I had syndesmosis last last year and. Um, yeah, a fair few inches the year before. So I've been out for um, a fair chunk of the last three seasons, which has been unfortunate and mentally hard. But I think, obviously, Twig has courage in my game and my ability to play at league level. level. So I'm embracing the opportunity and um, making the most of it, considering how, how quickly it can be taken away from you. So, yeah, it's been good coming oh, t- back into the team. Nick, we're uh, we're very pleased to see you back in the side. We're great, uh, thrilled to see that you're fully recovered from the injury you suffered earlier in the year. 
And very pleased to see you playing a nice tune, not just off the field, but on the field for the Norwood Footy Club as well. Go well over the next couple of weeks, mate, and thanks for joining us on Red Legs Radio. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Nick Pedro there, the boy from Tasman Football Club uh, over on the Air Peninsula, now with the legs and doing some fine work as uh, a midfield small forward, doing some wonderful pinch hitting and uh, was a key player for us against the uh, Roosters in that big win over the weekend. Off to a break on the other side. It'll be Greg Champion. Don't go away. You're listening to Red Legs Radio. You're listening to Red Legs Radio with Ben Hook. Thanks to Climat Air Conditioning. Climat Air Conditioning and Solar. Simply the best. You're listening to Red Legs Radio with Ben Hook. Thanks to Palmerbet. Play the punting advantage this footy season. Gamble responsibly. Call the Gambler's Helpline on 1-800-858-858. Yeah, thanks for joining us on Red Legs Radio. Ben Hook in the studio with Ben Cameron from The Advertiser and our favourite weekly... Well, you're weekly now because you were last week and this week. Greg Champion, yep. welcome back. And I always gamble responsibly. Yes, yes. There's no such thing as a gambling ad without the gambling responsibly uh, disclaimer at the end. And if you out there are gambling irresponsibly, we want to talk to you. As a good friend of mine, Titus O'Reilly, has written the book Gamble Irresponsibly. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it is. We we can't be flippant about it because they're probably supporting the station and the program. Uh, yes, well, we're actually going to catch up with Lee Dalton from Palmerbet a little bit later on. We'll mm. chat about uh, what's going on in the punting world. But we're more focused on Norwood Footy Club songs. And actually, I'll tell you what, we're playing the Crows this weekend. I set you a task over the last 24 hours. Uh, if you could just dust off your back catalogue. You're a good Crows man, but uh, you're a better Norwood man. But uh, what have you got in uh, in the Crows back catalogue for us? Just as a bit of a pointer to Saturday's game. I got this little fallback one that I uh, use in these situations. Nice. It goes, uh, we're a reasonably average football <laughs> side and we lose more than we win. We have copped some awful hidings of late and we basically just caved in. We've been 17th on the ladder and we're going nowhere fast. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> we are resting on our laurels and living in the past. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I tell you what, Spot on. It, it's, it's br- that's perfect timing unless they knock us off on the weekend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's always the way, isn't it? I went to Prospect. Uh, did you? Yeah. What did you think? Boys look good. Um, they got nice trees in the outer. Yeah, they, well, they do, but that's part of local footy, isn't it? Well, this is what uh, I was there to see. On the At the northern end of the ground, it's a beautiful shady little spot. Oh, but those uh, fir trees are on the outer wing too. Mm, mm. Is that your first game, Norwood game this year, champs? Uh, no, I went to Glenelg. Two. Oh, Second. of course, yes. But probably our best win for the year, I would have thought. Uh, well, it's the best one I've seen. Yeah. yeah. And exactly. just to go to that suburban ground. Now, I can't remember if I went there once 45 years ago or not. So it's either my first or second visit. And I'd been told, uh, someone had written to us and said that Barry Robin sits in the outer with a friend on, on a stool due to a dodgy ankle. So, And the could have been told me to go and find Barry and get a picture for their social media. And? I looked up and down the ground and I couldn't find him. I bumped into Shrammy, Daryl Shram, and uh, he uh, said that uh, Rob and Barry was sitting here two weeks ago, but we together we couldn't find him this time. Right. My goodness. Well, that that's... 
an unfortunate piece of mistiming. It is because Barry, uh, there could have been, adore Barry like everybody does and they understand that he's saintly and otherworldly. Yeah, I think even across the border there is an understanding that Barry is in a special category all on his own. Well, as a person. Yes. Forget the footy, he's he's like a saint. Yeah. Champs, I was going to actually ask you, do you feel that we're lacking the characters? In footy that we used to have in the eighties. Well, the the Dippers and the Reese Joneses and That's, the Dermies. I've Dermies. Dipper down and and Dermy. Dipper Dermy Reese Jones perhaps defined characters or personalities. And are we lacking those? Well, football drove it out. Homogeneity, it was driven out mm. by. It's not the character's fault. And then when a player, do you feel like a player speaks out sometimes and speaks their mind and might be a little bit left to centre or whatever? We try and sort of shut them down almost. I don't know if we shut them down, but we they might get, be under more scrutiny. Mm. Uh, uh, there's more pressure to conform, yeah. Mm, mm, so, mm. so the '80s personalities uh, they just got they just faded away. Who was your favourite character? Well, Reese Jones, Dipper, and Dermy. We we spent a lot of time with them socially. Uh, Reese Jones is a terrific gentleman to have a, a quiet beer with. Dermy, was it a case of white line fever? Oh, absolutely. Um, uh, who else? Oh, yeah, Toby Green. Met him this year. Mm. Met him at a, a private party. I was singing at it. <laughs> Toby Green. I didn't know. That. Bloke calls me up. Stranger calls me up and says, hello, this is Toby Green. I said, huh, is there another one? <laughs> he, he said, sorry? Because it was him. He called the, me The cold. Toby Green yeah. called you out of the blue. Out of the blue because he'd been designated to be my liaison for this private party I was playing at. Isn't that incredible? That he was attending. So I went along, met him. Yep. He didn't eye gouge you. He didn't karate kick you on the way through. Total gentleman. <laughs> just like Reese Jones. Another white line fever. Total. Case. The white line fever. Did you think? Sorry, all, champs. You well, they're all good. All, all these so-called thugs. Barmy. Terrific people. Barmy was a wild man. Yeah, I love Barmy. But did, did you think that um, Toby's penalty was spot on? I thought five. Mm, yeah. I, thought, I, I thought five. five. I thought four plus one for Priors. Mm, yeah. Well, you just you just don't. I, I don't understand why people were defending it. I mean, you just don't go near the umpires. You just respect uh, them. The only it's defenders. The only defenders would have probably been uh, those who wanted to see him in the final for the reasons of. Uh, self-interest? I, I don't want to focus on this because we've got so many other things yeah, to get through and yes. you've got a couple more tracks that I want to get tracks, to as yeah. well. But uh, yeah. the AFL tries to brand every football league the AFL. They want the SNFL to become AFL-SA. I mean, we've got mm. AFL mm. Queensland and AFL New South Wales. They want every mm. – AFL Broken Hill. They want mm. every competition to be branded the AFL. Mm. There is no other league mm. who would have allowed mm. a player to walk through an umpire like mm. that and mm. get just three games. Mm-hmm. And th- they are they are trying to be reflective of the rest of mm-hmm. Australian rules football, and they're absolutely not. That should have been a six, seven, eight week penalty yeah. every day of the well, week. Well, I had you on five, so I'll do I'll, I'll do your deal. Six and a half. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Look, I just couldn't believe the amount of defenders that he had. Mm. You know, mm. I just thought clearly crossed the line. I, I don't know how you can defend that at all. Yeah. Well, I, 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 there is a problem in Australian. And I love Toby Green as a player. Don't get me yeah. wrong. There is yeah. a problem in Australian rules football with a complete disrespect of umpires. And that's a topic for another time. Talking yeah. about characters right. and talking about the Crows, mm. uh, because I've got a special one that I put together uh, over the course of a few days and it's going to set you a bit of a task. Yeah. So in the meantime, why don't you give us a little bit of uh, Bernie Vince as a great character of the Adelaide Football Club who we take on this weekend. I like your thinking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
If you're in South Australia and you need a car that's new, on Lower North East Road, the bloke who'll do it right for you. Now here's a little Datsun that a clumsy granny owned and drove to church on Sunday till they put her in a home. There's sawdust in the gearbox, but the wheel rims have been chromed. A spin around the block and you are sure to be convinced. Another happy customer getting top delivery from Bernie Vince. Event. Now the that's that's nice singing. I didn't know if we were going to have backing singing. Yeah, well, you got to you got to <laughs> contribute. You, you can't just sit around, Camo. The first rule of backing singing backing singing is you can get two feet off the mic and still sound great. Right. Okay. For the next chorus. Okay, Hooky. No, nice. Meanwhile, out at Westlakes on the other side of town, the Crowboys and the Ferals played a 26 showdown. The Ferals are on top, the Crows are running out of steam. They need someone to stand up and do something for the team. And Whammo, here's the pretty boy, the number 17. He dobs to Taylor Walker as across the ground he sprints. Another happy customer getting top delivery from Bernie Vince. Now, bring your guitar next time, Hooky. Oh, yeah. Really well, jump in, mate. As, as distinct from joining in the backing vocals. Oh, you learn, learn quick, Hooky. That second one was spot on. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do like to be on top of the microphone. I've, I've had to have a conversation well, with Camo about, uh, about just that, but I have trouble oh, getting away from it. You're not the only anchor person to hot, to swallow the mic, mate. I can, in, I've seen it going on for 40 years. Yeah. Uh, right, let's get straight into it. Um, I played around with a uh, sort of adjusted the words to a song that you have done with great aplomb and quite famously, probably dates back to the early 80s, I think. Uh, no, was... no, no, it'd be about 90. R- really? Yeah, somewhere or late eighties, ninety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called. It was called. Came from Adelaide, mm. and I had a little rework of it. Mm. It's called now. Came from the parade. Mm. It's not easy, but mm. I want you to have a dip at it, please. Yeah, it's, you're right. It's not easy. Uh, so, stand back, listeners. Uh, uh, um, sit down if you can. Uh, tense up and be nervous out there in Radio Land, because we are. Uh, I was on a Zoom meeting at the office just the other day. A bloke from out of harbour said the red legs just cannot play. I sprang to their defence and said that just isn't true. Norwood's had so many stars and I will share them with you. And came from the parade man, came from the parade man. Cooper's brewery made man, got haircuts there at Blades man. Saw the legends made man. Came from the parade. You had King O'Taylor, Ian Wheeler, Tom Jonas, what a bonus, Neville Roberts, Rick Nagel, Oscar Seller, what a fella, Jace Bodie, Chris Massey, Pongo Sawley, there's a story, Keith Thomas, Matt Panos, Rod C. Kemp, what a champ, Tom Warhurst, Norm Grist, Albie Barr, such a star, George Va- Giorgio Bellagio, Ross Dillon, how you feeling? Came from where? No, not came from parade. Came from a parade, man, came from the parade. Hmm. You got Jack Odie, Robert Odie, legendary Rob Pope, Bill Wedding, Greg Turbill, Stephen Rowe, Became a Crow, Brett Zorzi, Calabrese, Michelini, Bartamucci, Manny Era, Roger James, Neil Button, William Hutton, Roger Woodcock, Don Woodcock, Marriott, Ronnie Cock, Sam Gags, Phil Gags, Jimmy Gags, wave your flag. Came from Adelaide, man. I probably came from the parade, man. Came from the parade. Mm-hmm. 
You got Ronnie Bone, Donnie Bone, Harry Kirkwood, Peter Dowwood, Donald Dickie, Scott Doreen, Alec Lil, Stanley Hill, Noda Danzy, Dom Barry, Keith Bride, Feel the Pride, Michael Ash, Scott the Lace, Bunny Daly, Stephen Bailey, Gary Mackin, Michael Barker, Alan Carlo, Maddie Dawes, Don Davies, Brad DeVries, Virtue Days, Johnny Wynn. Came from... Uh, Came from the right. parade, man. Came from the parade. Not only Prospect Richmond, Alberton came from the parade. Beautiful. Well, you listen to Regulars Radio. You listen to the great Greg Champion. Did you notice I popped in a, two names that you weren't on your list? Uh, Virtue Days? Yeah. Yeah, I picked that one. What was the other one? Bill Wedding. Billy, Big Bill Wedding. You can't leave Bill out. No, no. I, what, rhymes, what rhymes with wedding? Well, it doesn't have to. <laughs> I was watching, I was young enough to watch Bill and Tank Kneebone, and they were the heroes of my time. Uh, but Virtue Days for the name. Because it's you know, spelled very oddly, V-E-R-T-U-C-H-A-D-E-S. But Peter Virtue Days was on a wing. And, I, you know, just for, uh, you remember him because of the odd name. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you don't even know what nationality that is. Because uh, <laughs> it's, phonetically it's Virtuchades, but or Daichis, Virtudaichis. But anyway, there he was on a wing for Nord. Peppy Virtue Days, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what um, – a long list of legends there. You're a legend in our eyes as well, champs. Champs, before we go to a break, we actually have got Daryl Harper, the ex-international cricket umpire, on next week. We're not far away from the Ashes series that we hope is going ahead. Got any pommy bashing tracks just oh, to take us out with? Funny you should ask. <laughs> I like your thinking. Uh, it was 06 Ashes series and we did this on the ground at Queensland at the wow. Gabba. Uh, See the Aussies, the mighty Aussies, defeat, defeat the Poms again. See the Pommies, the poor old Pommies, complain of everything. They whinge away, they whinge away, they whinge away, they whinge away. A rudy do, rudy do, do. And that medleyed into, because uh, we were looking to uh, stereotype the Poms. Yeah. I want to know. Have you ever had a bath? <laughs> now that's stereotyping. And that moved on to this medley. We moved to other countries. Ba 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 Pakistan. Ba 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 Pakistan. There's so much fun. Pakistan. You know what? Because become a heathen and a sweating and they're very good at betting Pakistan. <laughs> Pakistan. And that goes on and on too. But I think that we're tight for time. No, oh, no, I think we're uh, go, going beautifully. So uh, how did you get away with uh, the pa, 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 Pakistan track? Uh, they, uh, the Cricket Australia didn't want that on sung on the ground. No. <laughs> and the Pommy fans booed, of course, our Pommy bashing songs. Of course, so it was a tremendous success all round. Uh, there were other songs that uh, they wouldn't let us do on the ground. Uh, the uh, Shane Warne medley, On the Phone Again. <laughs> Got caught out on my mobile phone again, and I can't do it here either. <laughs> oh, champs, absolutely brilliant. Stick around, we might try and get you to play one more before we uh, wrap the show up. Don't go away, everyone, you're listening to Red Legs Radio. <laughs> You're listening to Red Legs Radio with Ben Hook. Thanks to Climate Air Conditioning. Climate Air Conditioning and Solar. Simply the best.
You're listening to Redlegs Radio with Ben Hook. Thanks to Palmerbet. Play the punting advantage this footy season. Gamble responsibly. Call the Gambler's Helpline on 1-800-858-858. Going to big day, be a big day at the Cooper Stadium on Saturday afternoon when we take on the Crows. Uh, not only because it's a game that we really need to win as we head towards the finals in 2021, but also because the big Fortis and Priscilla march gets underway from 11 o'clock in the Memorial Garden. And I've just been told that uh, there'll be... A band performing in the Rotunda. Is that right, champs? Yeah, we've been engaged to do the... Uh, look, a Rotunda gig at Newark doesn't get any bigger than oh, that. I'll say, yeah. And we've been engaged... Uh, Ange, we've been engaged to... How long is to... the set, champs? How many, how many tunes? What, 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 what will we be doing? No, how, how long is the set? Yeah, how it's how only so... less than an hour. Okay. Uh, before the march, as Hooky mentioned. Okay. But we'll, we'll be do. They're doing some rock and roll. And uh, I'm very excited any about ben it. Ben Hook penned... Tunes? He'll be jumping up to sing. <laughs> yeah, he's the lead vocalist. Just what, just, just what like that band wedding. needs. That'll, I tell you what, that will get people marching away from the Memorial Garden and into the ground early. So it's eleven o'clock at the Memorial Garden. You march down Wood Street, turn right into the ground, and then you'll be forming a guard of honour for the players as they make their way out in the field. So get to the Memorial Garden around eleven o'clock. Take in a little bit of champs. And uh, then, of course, be part of the Guard of Honour on the field. One fan not marching, but has been proudly marching with this club in spirit from across the Victorian border for many, many years, boys. Angela Pippos is a renowned journalist and author and highly accomplished television and radio presenter, which means we're well out of our depth here, boys. (laughs) Cut her teeth as the sports anchor at the ABC News for more than a decade. More recently, Angela has written books, created docos with a lean towards the rise of women's sport. But wherever and whenever she travels, whatever she's doing, she remains a Crows and Redlegs fanatic. And she joins us now. Angela, welcome. Wow, what an intro. It is a pleasure to be with you for two reasons. One, I love the Norwood Football Club. Secondly, it gets me away from teaching my son because, as you know, (laughs) we are in lockdown in Melbourne and I am spending a lot of time sitting at the (laughs) kitchen table with an eight-year-old trying to explain the difference between a verb and an adjective. (laughs) I'm still trying to learn that. (laughs) Tell us. Tell us now. Can you explain it to us? (laughs) Well, a verb is a word. It's an action word. There's a song that goes with it, champ. You should know the song. Uh, What's what's an adverb and a pronoun while you're there, Ange? An adverb adds to the verb. Do you get it? Adverb? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I tell you what, this this is an education that uh, we all require and uh, we appreciate you delivering it to us, Angela. But we want to find out a bit more about you. There are probably some people who aren't aware that you are a devoted Norwood supporter. What is the Angela Pippos Norwood Footy Club story? How did it begin? Well, I can tell you, for me, it started in the 1970s. I am that old. Um, but it runs across four generations of my family. When my grandfather came to Australia from Greece in 1939, he spent a bit of time in Queensland and then made his way down to South Australia where he set up a cafe on the Nord Parade on the corner of George Street and the Parade. So I think there's a cafe and a bar upstairs now on that corner, but my grandpa used to own that little patch of land And that's where he discovered this new game called Australian football. He went for a walk, stumbled across Nord Oval, saw them playing and thought, what is this? And investigated and loved the sport straight away. So then he passed down his love of Norwood to my mum, 
who passed it down to me and I've passed it down to my son. So it runs pretty deep. Um, and when my grandfather, uh, Papu, passed away, the hearse went down the parade just to give him one final look at the ground. So oh, it means a lot. It means a lot to our family. And um, as does that the, the suburb, you know, that part of Adelaide, because uh, my mum grew up, you know, on that corner upstairs on top of the cafe. Angela, it seems like you uh, retain a pretty strong relationship with the Norwood Footy Club and a couple of high-profile fans via Twitter. I often see you locking horns with Patrick Keane from the <laughs> AFL and Roger Vaughan as well. Yes. There's a little um, group of Norwood fans in Melbourne and we, you know, we, we agree on Norwood. We don't agree on our AFL team, <laughs> um, but we certainly have the Norwood thing in common and we like to you know, engage on, on that when it comes to Twitter. But, you know, the 1970s were, you know, it was a great era for Norwood. I mean, I don't remember 76, but my first memory of a grand final was 1978. And what an experience that was. You know, I was eight years old and I saw a, my first comeback, you know, from 29 points down at three-quarter time. I... I you know, I was only eight, but that's where I learnt about momentum <laughs> and about swings in matches. And I also learnt that you can come back from five goals down and win. And it's a cross I now bear because I always think that my team, if they're down by that much, you know, Norwood did it in 78. Come on, you can do it. <laughs> so and it was really significant. And you stole my question. I was going to ask you what you first... Mm. Early, you know, earliest memory was of the club. Um, I guess you just walked away from that, from that game in love, in love with the game, basically, and in, in love with with the club itself. Absolutely, and you know what? It's never too far from my mind for those reasons that I mentioned. You know, it, to win by one glorious point in a grand final. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't get much better than that, does it? And and I thought, wow, this. You know, being a supporter is an easy caper. <laughs> yeah. um, and I was lucky enough to see 82, 84, um, 97. Uh, had a bit of trouble getting back to Adelaide uh, for the more recent premierships. Work sort of stopped me from getting back. But, you know, I've seen, a, I've seen a few premierships. And, you know, this football club has just given me so much pleasure over the years. And, you know, they were my first love. What, what, what Long you... before I discovered boys, I should have stuck with that. <laughs> what, um, what, what's your favourite Norwood memory then? Or have you just, it was that game? Um, look, 78, yes, is super important and a really strong memory. But I also think 1997, after those lean years, was really meaningful. And it, I, I guess I was also an adult. So in the 80s, I wasn't able to celebrate <laughs> the way that you would celebrate <laughs> as an older person. So in 1997, I just arrived in, in Melbourne. Uh, I flew back to Adelaide for that grand final, went back to the club afterwards and had a wonderful time celebrating. So that, you know, and of course it was, you know, it was a huge win against Port Adelaide. So that's also incredibly sweet. Um, and 1997 was the Crows Norwood mm. double. Mm. Um, so my body took a bit of a pounding for a couple of weeks. 
and we've, but it was well well worth it. And you and I have had a lot to do with each other in Melbourne at Crows Functions mm-hmm. over the decades. Uh, since they came in, we've crossed paths many times and maybe we've co-compared Crows gigs mm-hmm. together. And, of course, the question I tend to ask is, uh, where are you from in Adelaide? Well, I, being a Norwood fan, and I found out that you're a Ross Trevor girl. And yes. Because I was down in Hectorville, down in the uh, boondocks there. Uh, but you are, you've got the cred, you've got the... You've got the business card that says you are a true Norwood product, Norwood region. <laughs> yes. But didn't you go to Daily Oval kindergarten like yeah. me? Uh, I, yeah. I went to Hectorville Primary next to Daily Oval. <laughs> I attended Well, my it. sister, yes, my sister, I think, started off at Hectorville Primary. Yeah. Because um, our first family home was in Hectorville. Oh. And then we moved to Ross Trevor, oh, and I went my... to Stradbroke Primary School, yeah. and then on to Moriata High School. So, yes, and... born and bred. And there were lots of Greeks and Italians and oh. Lebanese in oh. that sort of pocket of, of oh. Adelaide. Well, they, um, yes, they own it. And uh, there were a lot of market gardens still in Ross Trevor and, and Hectorville. Yes, the food was much better where I lived than in yeah. other parts of Adelaide than <laughs> where the Greeks and Italians were not. Um, so and, yeah, like I had a wonderful, I had a wonderful upbringing because I had, you know, a beautiful, loving family, um, and we, my brother and I lived for sport. You know, we lived for Saturdays. I played netball, he played footy, and then we'd get together, go to, you know, mum and dad would take us to Norwood Oval and we'd watch some SANFL, and I mean, it was just. Blissful. It was wonderful. Edge, we could talk like this for hours and hours, but uh, we are going to have to wrap things up. All I can say is the Crows have done the wrong thing by you in season 2021. We hope the Norwood Football Club will do the right thing over the course of the next month. Thanks for joining us on Red Legs Radio. I hope so too. Great to be with you, boys. Bye. Angela Bye, Pippos there. What a wonderful guest, wonderful supporter of the Norwood Football Club. Don't go away on the other side. Plenty more happening. You're listening to Red Legs Radio. You're listening to Red Legs Radio with Ben Hook. Thanks to Climate Air Conditioning. Climate Air Conditioning and Solar. Simply the best. You're listening to Red Legs Radio with Ben Hook. Thanks to Palmerbet. Play the punting advantage this footy season. Gamble responsibly. Call the Gambler's Helpline on 1-800-858-858. Yeah, you listen to Redlegs Radio. We're in the final term here. We're heading towards a big clash against the Crows at Cooper Stadium on Saturday afternoon. We're already in the finals, but gee, it would be good to take a little bit of good form in with us. Ben Cameron and Greg Champion in the studio with me. But we're going to take a little bit of time to chat to one of the great partners of the Norwood Football Club. We're talking about Palmerbet, and uh, their partnerships manager is Lee Dalton. He joins us now. Lee, welcome. Uh, good evening. How are you going, Ben? Going really well, mate. Hey, uh, I tell you what, mate, what a uh, what a massive time in sport, uh, and in particular with AFL semi-finals ahead of us, the first one tomorrow night, Geelong and GWS. I tell you what, no Toby Green. They're missing a few GWS. What does the market look like? Uh, the market agrees with you. We've got Geelong, a very short price favourite at one thirty-five, and GWS out to three dollars twelve now. So, naturally, when the Toby Green decision was handed down by the uh, match review panel, the betting shifted pretty significantly in Geelong's favour there. And what about the other semi-final, Brisbane and Western Bulldogs? 
not so much in this. We've got Brisbane at $1.61, Western Bulldogs at $2.33. We have seen some pretty uh, well-educated money come in for the Western Bulldogs. We have after going up around two forty-five at the start of the week. They're definitely a significant mover out of the uh, two finals this week, the money for the Bulldogs. That is the semi-final market. We urge you to gamble responsibly. And if gambling becomes an issue, please call 1-800-858-858. Lee Dalton has joined us from Palmerbet. What about the premiership market in the AFL there, Lee? Uh, Well, the two winners from last week, the Melbourne Demons and Port Power, they obviously trimmed right up their favourites. 260 Melbourne, 360 the Power. Move along then to Geelong at $6 and Brisbane at 9 Western Bulldogs 10 and GWS, the real outsiders, now at 19 But, gee, I think off the back of that smart money for the Bulldogs uh, to win this week, I think the $10 about them for the flag looks quite good, I reckon. They might have straightened the ship up at the Bulldogs this uh, last couple of weeks and they're going to make a really strong run. Yeah, they'll be, they'll be a fascinating watch on Saturday night. If they get over that one, you reckon they might be a chance in a preliminary final as well. Uh, they'll be playing... Um, well, they'll have to play Port Adelaide, won't they, here at Adelaide Oval. What about a bit closer to home, Lee? Uh, the Sandful Premiership market, Glenelg, 17 from 17 heading into the final of minor round game of the year. What's the market look like there? It's an incredible effort. I, you could probably tell me uh, if a team's gone undefeated and carried that form through to the finals before, but we've got Glenelg at a very short price favourite, 190. Uh, the only other one really in the betting's Woodville West Torrance at 375. Obviously, our boys Norwood, they're travelling reasonably well and they're an $8 chance for the flag at Palmer Bet. Uh, Now, Lee, on board for next year as well with the football club, which is great news. Really excited to announce that we are jumping behind Norwood in uh, 2022 and also a number of other Sandville clubs, but we're going to continue on this really good relationship. We've we've had a great experience being involved with uh, Dale, Jade, uh, James Fantasia and all the crew there at uh, Norwood. We feel that they're really our um, home away from home in South Australia and a team that we all follow here in the office and uh, they're a terrific outfit. Uh, Lee and the entire team at Palmer Bet, uh, we appreciate you joining us today and we appreciate your support of the Norwood Football Club. Thanks very much, uh, Ben. Hopefully catch up in person next year and uh, once the world's come back to normal. Won't that be good? Lee Dalton there from Palmer <laughs> Bet, we appreciate his company. A reminder, gamble responsibly. If gambling becomes an issue, please call 1-800-858-858. Well, that pretty much wraps us up here, champs. But before I don't... Well, I want you to get that guitar back because we dusted one off from... Uh, when was it? It was last year. I'm a big fan of the two Richards boys, Zach and Josh Richards. I'll give you a choice here. You can either... Uh, return to the uh, the old track we did, Brother Who's Even Better, uh, yeah. or you can bash Port on the way out. You yeah, decide. Yeah, Port bashing's uh, uh, the go. It's more fun to play. <laughs> and uh, So here we go. Oh, really? We've got our GTHOs, our hot Monaros, oh yeah, with hot white ignition. We've got our monster truck shows, our heat for the crows, oh yeah. <laughs> Port Adelaide tradition We've got souped-up Commodores Cortinas, of course, oh yeah With modified suspension We've got rebuilt Panel vans, got utes And sandmans, oh yeah In as new condition We've got Pintaras With fats, we're covered In tats, oh yeah You'll hear us when we're coming And we don't stop Stop, stop for the cop, cop, cops. Oh, no, you know we can outrun them. If you want 180Bs or 120Ys, oh, yeah. We know about the caper. 
and we can do you a deal for prices unreal, complete with full rego paper. <laughs> Ah, oh, champs, wonderful. Well done to you. Always appreciate your company here at Redlegs Radio. Ben Cameron, thank you to you as well. We're off to, well, we're home. We're not going anywhere. We're staying home. We're playing at Cooper Stadium. We're taking on the Crows. It's an early start on Saturday afternoon. We hope to see you right there at the footy. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91